Scandalite Jack with my second act. And we are so proud of the sponsorship and partnership of Wellstar Health System. And we want to say hello to Dr. Bill Mayfield. And welcome, Bill Mayfield, Dr. Mayfield, to the uh, to the podcast. And uh, we are so grateful for your time today. Thank you for having me. So Dr. Mayfield is a thoracic, am I saying that correctly, Dr. Mayfield? Yes, you are, okay, thoracic he, surgeon. Thoracic surgeon, and he um, is with Kinestone, but obviously he's with the Wealth, Wellstar um, Health System. And one of the things that we really wanted to talk to you about today, um, or with you, uh, Dr. Mayfield, is that elective surgeries are back open and happening, and people should not be concerned about going in and scheduling um, an elective procedure right now. Yeah, we want to be a little bit careful about the term elective. We're still doing um, elective uh, essential surgery. And that is, there's some things that probably aren't essential in our lives. Right. Um, as far as surgery goes, trigger fingers, certain cosmetic procedures, things like that. But certainly for any time-sensitive medical problem, uh, we're encouraging patients to you know, return for care. So I can get my hernia taken care of, but not my facelift right now. Uh, well, I'm sure you don't need a facelift. Your <laughs> husband tells me you're beautiful Thank you, the Dr. way you are. But, yes. Um, uh, yes. So um, a symptomatic hernia, symptomatic uh, gallstones you know, for cholecystectomy or gallbladder removal, um, undiagnosed uh, lumps or findings on x-rays, those kinds of things. Um, now should be uh, pursued. We consider them, you know, time sensitive and delaying would potentially cause you harm. And I think most people right now, if you can talk a little bit about this, um, you know, people's concern comes from obviously everything that we're going through. But I think people are afraid that they're going to show up at the hospital and the hospital that they have known is going to look very different because of COVID and everything that is going on. And can you just share with us what Wellstar is doing to, you know, obviously the hospital is very safe and people do need to be taking care of these procedures. Sure. So hospitals do look very differently today. First, we are limiting visitors. So you might not even be able to get into the hospital. But if you do, you'll notice that people are wearing, uh, you know, masks, wearing gloves, wearing um, personal protective uh, gowns uh, and things like that when they're caring for certain patients. It's sort of a new normal um, where uh, everybody's extremely conscious of the you know, transmission of this disease. The good news is that even among our employees, the transmission rate of COVID inside the hospitals is lower than the rate of transmission outside the hospitals. Um, because of all the protection that we use. And actually, a famous surgeon, Atul Gawande, uh, who wrote the checklist manifesto, recently confirmed in an article that um, the community has a lot to learn from the hospitals because of the things they've learned during this epidemic. That's great to hear. So the hospital is actually one of the safest places to be right now. We actually think it is. And our goal in surgery is actually not to even have you encounter the hospital. We are moving um, many of our procedures to our uh, outpatient surgery centers um, for the convenience of surgeons and for other reasons, availability of different equipment. Uh, we uh, traditionally had patients come to the hospital, 
for some outpatient procedures. We're now moving many of those outpatient procedures and surgeons to ambulatory surgery centers that are very distant from hospitals. And we're testing every single patient for COVID before they ever encounter even the outpatient setting so that we can create uh, a separate COVID-free patient flow. I, I can't imagine, Dr. Mayfield, the, the, the backlog of, of patients that are in need of an electric procedure. Is there a process as, as to how you as a doctor decide who comes quick and, and who can wait? Well, what's the process there of, of, of attempting to clear the backlog? Sure. So um, that's why uh, our surgeons, you know, go to many years of surgery school. So, for example, one of my general surgeons uh, has a list of about 60 patients on his desk that, um, did, that, you know, put surgery off over the last few months. He can go through that list and say, oh, yeah, I, I know this patient, know this patient, know this patient. You know, these 20 uh, have these problems that need to be, uh, you know, operated upon in the next two or three weeks. These 20, maybe three weeks, these 20 really could wait unless something else occurs. So surgeons are using their best judgment to help patients determine uh, who needs to go first. And I think these virtual health visits that I know Wellstar is is also doing can can ease patients' minds. They're able to um, speak with their physicians and, and have a lot of questions answered, you know, before they even step foot into the hospital. Um, are you guys seeing some success with, with that, with the virtual health visits? So there are virtual health visits in medicine and in surgery. And um, a video visit, and first thing is patients love it because they don't have to come to the doctor's office. If there's uh, simply questions, and uh, um, procedural issues and uh, uh, expectations around surgery, things like that, those can easily be handled uh, on a video visit. Some even more complex things like, um, you know, post-operative follow-ups, particularly for patients uh, that are 100 miles away, can be handled um, with video visits. So it's made a tremendous difference to us, and it's certainly made a tremendous difference to patients, keeps them from taking a half a day off and coming to the doctor's office and all the inconvenience having a park with something that can be handled um, by video. Did, do you see Dr. Mayfield, the future in, in a lot of these virtual health visits? Absolutely. In fact, um, I was worked with uh, some of the engineers at Georgia tech a while back where we were trying to develop a suite of instruments that could uh, be managed by Bluetooth and, uh, you know, you get to have your blood pressure and your weight and your blood glucose and all sorts of your heart rhythms and EKG, all um, uh, Bluetoothed to a uh, central device, which then we could see in real time the um, values over time. You know, the same sort of stuff that you physicians office you have done at home uh, through these uh, uh, Bluetooth. And that's a game changer, you know, for people who have have a fear of of medicine. And, and there's a, a vast majority of people who, who do have that. They have a fear of going to the hospital. And and I think it 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 would prevent people from putting off, you know, health care and questions, which we know a lot of people are doing during this time. 
Sure. We, we know for a fact that uh, patients that have significant heart failure uh, uh, really have to watch their weight every day because uh, as you uh, go into worsening heart failure, you actually hold on to fluid in your body. We can measure that day to day just on a simple scale. And the ability to um, uh, have that information automatically transmitted uh, to our, um, you know, monitoring center. And then if the weight's going up for one of our um, nurses to see that and then intervene while the patient's still at home and doesn't even know they have a problem is, is huge. I can speak to that personally, Dr. Mayfield. Uh, right before COVID-19 hit, my father, who lives in Asheville, had a health emergency. Um, and they, uh, his, his cardiologist implanted one of those Bluetooth, we'll call them chips. I don't know what the, the, what the medical term would be for mm-hmm. them. Uh, but they implanted that, implanted that right underneath his skin on his chest and they monitor him now, um, from, from, you know, he's at home, hasn't left the house for a lot of different reasons. He's in that, you know, uh, susceptible group that he's also, uh, you know, a senior. Uh, but, but I, I feel so much better knowing, um, that, that he has, that chip in him and that there are doctors and nurses uh, that are monitoring his progress 24 hours a day, seven days a week progress, meaning like you said, everything from uh, blood pressure to oxygen levels to uh, heartbeats and things like that. So it truly is um, fascinating. Uh, and, and I can speak firsthand to that, that, that it's um, it, it really, really truly makes you feel a whole lot better, whether it's you personally having it or whether in, you know, in my case, it's my father. Yes, the technology uh, is accelerating now at a rate that it never has before, and uh, the ability to monitor from a distance is is key. And that was probably, I would imagine, being investigated and 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 medical, you know, doctors and hospitals are were planning on moving into this lane, but it was all kind of fast tracked because of COVID nineteen, which I think is a great thing. Ex- I mean, you know, exactly for it to happen that In way. In fact. Um, it wasn't just the you know the physician. Many physicians were ready for uh, telehealth, uh, but uh, the payers weren't ready for telehealth. And uh, with this COVID nineteen uh, issue, suddenly the payers um, saw value, and uh, once they came online, then um, we were able to fulfill the promise of uh, telehealth. We went from zero to about fifteen thousand telehealth visits in just a few weeks wow. at Wellstar. Um, uh, due to the leadership of uh, several of our uh, physicians and um, the ability of the health system to, you know, mobilize their resources. That's wonderful. We know Wellstar is leading the way um, with that, and we're so fortunate to have Wellstar in our communities. And um, I think probably physicians, it's helped them some too. I know you guys are so busy, but I think probably you're able to maybe see more patients and and, and take care of more people because you know you're you're splitting time in in office and then virtually. So hopefully it, it's been a benefit to physicians and patients. Correct. You know, we talk about survival rates and cure rates uh, when a new pill comes out or a new drug comes out or new treatment comes out. What's not well appreciated uh, is that a system of care is also just as important as the medicines you use. As we are able to evolve our system of care or care model, then it uh, can uh, improve care and still be uh, more convenient for patients and for physicians. 
Dr. Bill Mayfield is with the Wellstar Health System, and um, you are able to get COVID-19 testing at uh, Wellstar emergency departments and urgent care facilities, uh, and you're still able to do that. Is that correct, Dr. Mayfield? That is true, and actually now the um, the antibody test is coming online. So Quest has a antibody test, so if you COVID-19 in January, very before all of this started, and you may now also uh, have. To learn more about how Hellstar is always listening, learning, and tailoring care to meet patients' individual needs, visit wellstar.org. Dr. Bill Mayfield is with the Wellstar Health System, and uh, we appreciate your time and uh, your information, and uh, are very grateful for all that you have done during the, uh, the pandemic, but uh, before and also in the future for all of us uh, here in the great state of Georgia. Well, thank you for getting the word out. Thank, thank you, Dr. You. Mayfield. Stay safe, Dr. Mayfield. Okay, you too. Thank you.